Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom.
hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, good evening, children of the Most High God. Welcome to Prayer, Praise, and the Word of God. I will be your host for tonight. I am Elder Quaylette James, and it is such an honor and a privilege to join in the airwaves with you, to come together, to worship our Lord together, to exalt him, to give adoration unto him as a corporate body of believers. Hallelujah. Well, it is just an awesome, awesome time in kingdom. It really, really is. I don't know about you, but I have just been experiencing the flourishing of the spirit of the living God. I tell you, this is just the most opportune time to be alive, to be in this this time period is just an incredible thing to know that God chose this very hour, this very time to have you in existence to further his kingdom. What an awesome thing. What an awesome, awesome thing. And I say that because we're living in a day where there is so much mass confusion and hurt and pain and destruction going on all around us that this is the most opportune time to witness and to show forth the love of God in a hurting and a dying world. That's what it's all about. It's not all about our comfort. It's not all about us being blessed, but it is about us being blessed to be a blessing. And sometimes we are so caught up in being blessed as in a monetary way or in in um how can I say, tangible ways that we forget that we are blessed to be a blessing just to have the word of God within us. We are blessed to be a blessing just to have the spirit of the living God dwelling within us and leading us and guiding us along his pathway. And that is the blessing that we can pour out into others' lives. The fact that we know the true and living God, the fact that we recognize and understand that no matter what it is that we may encounter on a daily basis, that we never encounter it alone that we are always, always, always mindful that he is there with us, that he has gone before us, that he has prepared the way on our behalf. No matter what we're going through, we can stand in the midst of the situation and in the midst of the circumstance and cry aloud and spare not to the glory of God. That's an incredible thing. That is an incredible accomplishment just in life to get to that place of the Sabbath rest. You know, everybody is so busy arguing about when is the Sabbath? Is it on Saturday? Is it on Sunday? And, you know, and how do we keep it holy and all of these different things? We have entered into a time in millennium that we have entered into the Sabbath rest of God. He said that he would give his beloved rest, and he said that if you were disobedient unto him, he would hold, he would withhold his rest. So when you are walking up right before him and you are yielded to his spirit, and I am not speaking on being a perfect person because that does not exist. That one was Christ. We are not, <laughs> okay? But when we are yielded to him, when we allow him to stand up within us, to strengthen us, to lead us, to guide us, to, to direct us, when we recognize and understand that we do have that advocate, we do have that one that we can cast all our cares upon because he cares for us, when we come into the revelatory knowledge of who he is in and through us, then we enter into his rest. We enter into that place from God where our faith takes over. And we no longer walk by sight, but we walk by faith. And the faith is caught up in the knowledge of knowing who God is in the knowledge of knowing that we belong to him. And no matter what, no matter what evil is coming at you from the left and what thought is coming at you from the right, it matters none because in the middle is the spirit of the living God. And he will guide. He will will lead. He will direct. He will shield you. He will hide you in his pavilion. He will care for you. He will make provision for you. He will heal you. When we come into that, when we really, really understand that faith is the currency of heaven, why is that? Because that is what is your tangible um, 
modem to use to accomplish that that you need to accomplish. See, I don't get caught up in money. Money is cool, but you know what? I see money as a tool. All money does is it goes into my hand to go through my hand to go somewhere else to get what it is that I want. So why should I get caught up in it? If I can exchange buttons for what I want, then thank you, give me the buttons, and I'll exchange that for it. But see, the beauty of faith is you don't have to exchange your faith. You don't have to give up your faith to get what it is that you want. All you do is walk in it, stand in it. It is constantly yours, and it is constantly accomplishing that that you need. Oh, it's an awesome thing. I'm telling you, it is an awesome thing. When you come into that realization, money comes into your hands to build the kingdom, to be a blessing in the kingdom, to see someone that is in need and say, baby, I got you. But you do that under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Because, see, there are people that are in need that God will say no. And you don't understand. It's like, you know, I don't understand, Father. They need this. Why can't I give it to them? Because God is trying to work something out in and through them. There are things that you may want even in this very moment that have not materialized. And you're going, why? I don't understand, God. You said you love me. Why can't I have that? Because God is trying to work something out in and through you. He is building your character. He is making you. He is transforming you to become who he created you to be. He created you with a purpose and a destiny in mind. And we come into this earth, ma'am, and into that sin nature of Adam, and we get caught up in self. We get caught up in self-pride. We get caught up in self selfishness. We get caught up in if it feels good, do it. We get caught up in this is what I want. Forget what God wants. And then after everything blows up in our face, then we come and we run to God. I'm like, hey, I'm telling my story. Then we run to God. And then we don't understand why instantaneously everything that we thought we wanted was done. No. See, all those things and all those, those bad habits and all those wrong directives that were within us has to be worked out of us. We have to allow God to process us. Not kind of getting ahead of myself, but we're going to talk about that. That's the part of the word that we're going to share tonight, the making of. You are being made. You are being shaped. You are being formed into what he has created you to be. So, no, you can't have everything all at one time. No, you can't have it right now. No, you can't always have it your way. Because your way is not always his way. He said his thoughts and his ways are much higher than yours. But his is always right. It is always good. It is always sustaining. It is always purposeful. So, amen. We are. We serve an awesome God, and it is an awesome time to be alive. It is. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. You know, I see the headlines, and I don't really read newspapers, to be honest with you. I don't really watch the news because I find it very depressing. But um, I do catch glimpses of headlines because I do believe that as kingdom um, people, we do need to have we do need to have an understanding of the times that we live in. We need to know what's going on, just as we, you know, how do we pray this with the things that's going on in the Middle East, with the things that are going on in Jerusalem. As we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, we got to pray for our leaders that are in position here in the United States, because if they make the wrong move where Jerusalem is concerned, then the United States will be judged by what our leaders do. So we need to be in tune with what's going on so that we can write pray. We can intercede using the will and the wisdom of God in our prayer time. Amen. Amen. Anyway, hallelujah. I'm almost ready to, to, to get into this word. Can you tell? It's, it's really like just going, oh, let me out, let me out, let me out. <laughs> but amen. We're going to, we're going to continue on um, tonight in our prayer time. You know, the, the broadcast is Prayer, praise, and the word of God. So we want to do some interceding. We want to get into some prayer time. But, you know, I just, I feel, ah, hallelujah, Lord, I feel to just kind of give some directives in prayer. 
before we get into it so that your understanding of your prayer time is increased. Prayer is an incredible thing. It is an incredible time. I, when I came to know the Lord 25 years ago, and I had been doing all manner of things, just in promiscuity and drugs and all kind of things. Yes, yeah, I got a serious testimony. But anyway, praise be unto God that when I crossed over from the world mindset into the God mindset, because I didn't know about kingdom yet. It was just the God mindset, the mindset of, you know what, I served the devil with everything that was in me. I'm going to serve God that same way. That was the shift in my psyche. That was where it was like, you know what, Father, let me just lay it all at your feet. Let me just give it all. You know me inside out. You know my ups and my downs. You know my ins and my outs. You know my evils and my goods. So let me give it all to you. And as I did that, as I made that transition, prayer became my new addiction. <laughs> Literally, I absolutely loved prayer. We used to um, have prayer at 5 o'clock in the morning at my church back then. And um, and it was just, I, I couldn't wait. I, you know, I could not wait to get up, to get dressed, to get there to pray. And I didn't always understand that time meant what, how special and how precious it was. Um, I didn't understand what God was doing within me in the midst of that time because I was going through a very, very hard time in the natural. You know, when you cross over, when you decide you're going to leave the devil's ways alone, he will fight you tooth and nail to try to hold on to you. And I was in a battle, girl, man, period. I was in a battle. I was in a battle for my very soul. And thanks be unto God, God, of course, is victorious in that battle. But, you know, prayer is such a place in where where we can come. It's it's more than, and, and uh, I'm trying to articulate this so that you can clearly understand, because most people, when they think about prayer, all they think about is taking their petitions to God. And they feel that once they've taken their petitions to God, they've laid it there, um, and they said that final amen, they're done, and they're off to the races. But prayer is so much more than that. Prayer is getting into the presence of God. Prayer is sitting before him and saying, Daddy, what are we going to talk about today? Daddy, how would you like for me to command my day today? Daddy, who is it that you would like for me to stand in the gap and make up the hedge for today? Daddy, I just want to be in your presence. See, all of that is encompassed in prayer. Daddy, what kind of prayer are we praying today? Are we just at a just giving of worship and adoring you? Or, Father, do we have some things that we need to attend to in warfare? Do we have some demons and devils and imps to put under our feet today? Do we have, hallelujah, some principalities to turn down and to tear down over the regions in which we exist? What is it that you want to do today? How are you leading me today? All of that is encompassed in prayer. And it starts with taking the time to get in front of the Father and saying, what are we doing today? What is my assignment today? It's not just coming and running in and dropping off my laundry list and going on about my business. No, it starts. And my pastor teaches this, and it's, it's a phenomenal thing. He teaches that prayer should always start in silence. Why? because you're listening for the Spirit of God. See, prayer, most of the time, by the time I get to prayer time, I've already had that silent time with God. I've already had that period of time to say, okay, Daddy, what are we attending to now? I've already petitioned for the Spirit of God to pray through me, to utter what he wants uttered. So I can get there and go right in and feel completely accurate in what I'm tapping into. Time. See, when you walk with him daily, when, you're, when you're, you have fellowship with him all throughout the day, then you've already established. You, you're established in hearing. You're attentive to the move of the spirit. You, you can quickly, quickly get in, press in, and take care of business. 
But when you're not used to spending that time with him on a daily basis, communicating with him all throughout the day, when it's just about, you know, I'm going in, I'm giving you my list, and then I'm going to go on about my business, you have forfeited and missed the blessing of prayer. You really have. You know, you really, really have. Prayer is an awesome, awesome thing, but it's it's an awesome tool. It is a weapon in our arsenal that God has given us to defeat the enemy. Yes, you know, it, it is it is vital to our existence. Yes, but it is also a beautiful time to get aligned with the will of God. See, by the time you get to the throne room, you shouldn't be second-guessing, Lord, is this your will that I'm asking for? Because you've already established, God, whatever your will is in this situation, that's my desire. You've gotten to that place in him where it's like, you know what, no matter what I may tangibly or consciously think that I want out of the midst of this situation and this circumstance, above all else, you get into that Jesus zone, above all else, not my will, but thine be done. You get to that place because you recognize and understand that if it's not of God, if he has not sanctioned whatever this is that you are desiring to do or wherever you are desiring to be, then you don't want it anyway because it's not going to last. It's just a trick to deviate, to get you off your focus, to get you off the path that he has ordained you to. So prayer is an awesome thing. Prayer is an awesome, awesome thing. So we're going to go, we're going to go into the throne room. I feel a teach tonight. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. There, there is definitely a spirit of teaching on me tonight. But amen. We are going to go into the prayer room. And I feel focused tonight on praise, as usual, but praise and adoration in our warfare, our petitioning God to move on our behalf. We're going to praise and worship our way through. And we're going to do some warfare tonight. We are going to tear down some territories on tonight through our praise, through our worship, through our warfare. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We are so, so thankful that on this day, on this day, we have a tongue to give praise to you. We have the forethought and the knowledge, Lord God, that you exist and that we can send up timbers. We can adore you, oh God. We can give adoration in your throne room, Father. We give you praise on tonight. We thank you, oh Lord God, that no matter what this day has beheld for us, Lord, you have given us the victory over the day. No no matter what the situation and the circumstance may follow, whatever we be held today, oh, Lord God, you have given us the victory over the situation and the circumstance that follows as well. So we come tonight, oh, Lord God, with an uplifted head, Father God, with an uplifted heart, Father God, with a mind to serve you, with a mind, oh, God, to worship you, with a mind, Ah, to know, to know, to know, to know that in our time with you, God, where our faith is being built, we're being built, Lord God, daily in you. And we're so grateful for that. We're so thankful for that, oh God, that you're shaping us and that you're molding us, that you're changing our mindsets, Father God, that the more that we're in your word, the more our mind is transformed that the more we in your word, the more our mind is renewed, that the more we're in your word, the more revival breaks out in our spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you continue to shape us, to mold us, to be what it is that you called us for. You called us into existence. You had purpose and plan for us when you did so, Father. So we're grateful tonight. We're so, so thankful that we have the desire to align ourselves with that which you called us to. Hallelujah. 
Ah, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are we are grateful on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that all the distractions of the enemy, oh God, will not get us off of our beaten path. It will not take our focus away from you. It will not take our focus away from that that you have called us to, Father. But we are ever mindful and we see the enemy afar off, oh God. We can tell, Father, we try the Spirit by the Spirit so we know, Lord God, in an instant, Father, what is of you and what is not. We thank you for our spirit of discernment being heightened even now, Father, even now, even the more, oh, Lord God. You continually build us up in you, continually, continually give us, Lord God, the way to rightly desire and to rightly, uh, hallelujah, divide the word of truth, to rightly, oh, Lord God, see the enemy at hand. To know that we don't get caught up, oh, Lord God, in battles that don't belong to us, Father. We don't get caught up in idle conversations that are not for us, oh, Lord God. We don't get caught up in the world's way of thinking. We don't get caught up, oh, Lord God, hallelujah, in those around us, Lord, and what they're going through. We don't get caught up in that. We allow you to use us in the midst of that, but we don't get caught up in it, oh, God. We're not going to carry, Lord God, that pity parties with us, oh, Lord God. We're not, oh, Lord God, going to entertain that negative spirit that they have, oh, God. For you have shown us a more excellent way, and you have shown that unto us, oh, God, that we may show others that we may prepare the way for others, Lord, to come to you, to know you in the pardoning of their sins, to know you, O Lord God, in the resurrection of their spirit. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you today, Lord that you continue to have your way in and through us, oh, God. You continue to build us, oh, Lord, God. You continue, Lord, to use us for the furthering of your kingdom. Ah, we thank you for that, Father. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, oh, God, that you're using us even in our homes, Father, to be that beacon light in our families. Lord, hallelujah, we, we thank you, O oh God, that you're building us up, that we not become frustrated with our loved ones, Father, because they're not following you according to what we plan and according to what we want, O oh God. But we recognize that they belong to you before they belong to us. So with loving kindness, Lord, you have drawn us. You, too, will with loving kindness draw them. And we are the vessels that you will use to do so. So we thank you, Lord. Ah, hallelujah, how we thank you. How we thank you, how we thank you, how we thank you, how we worship you, Father. Father God, we decree and declare, Lord, hallelujah, that there is no lack in our lives. Why is there no lack? Because, Lord, anything we lack, you provide. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being our provider. Thank you, oh, Lord God, that we know, we recognize, Lord, that our strength comes from you. Our provision comes from you. Our healing comes from you. So we stay in your presence. (laughs) We stay in your throne room, oh, God. We continually seek you out because it is in our seeking you that we find ourselves. We find who we are and what we have been created to do as we continue to seek after you. So we're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. Father God, I lift up my listeners on tonight, oh, Lord God. Those that are live, Lord God, in the studio, those, Father God, that are going to tune in to the archives, Father, your prayers, Lord, hallelujah, your commands, your, your, your declarations, oh, Lord God, they transcend time and space. So what we're speaking tonight, oh, Lord God, if they're listening six months from now, it will still permeate their heart if it's what you have for them. If it's their word, it is their word, and you will deliver it to them in due season. So I thank you, Father. I lift them up right now, Lord God. I speak strength. For those that are going through a time of mourning, I speak comfort. 
For those that are going through a time of illness, I speak health. For those, oh, Lord God, that are going through a time of confusion, I speak peace. For those, Father God, that are going through a time of lack, I speak provision. I thank you, Father. I speak your will into their lives. I speak what your word has decreed and declared that we have the right to, Father God, as being your children, as being kingdom citizens, oh God. And so I thank you. I pray, oh, Lord God, that where confusion was, Lord God, your, your peace will surpass all understanding. It will calm that mind. It will calm that spirit and get them to a place where they reach into you because you're not the author of confusion. So if there's any confusion, oh, Lord God, we know where it's coming from. Ah, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We worship you. For those, oh, God, that are battling in their bodies and they're battling with loved ones, oh, Lord God, who are battling in their bodies, we curse that foul, unclean spirit of cancer right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we decree and declare, Lord, that any root of bitterness that that cancer patient has, any root of unforgiveness that is gnawing and eating away and eating eating them from the inside out, we decree and declare that they are releasing it right now, oh, Lord God, and we decree them whole in you, Father God. We decree, Lord, that that cancer is cursed from its very root, from its very root, oh, God. We are not buying into this generational curse, Lord God, that my mother had breast cancer, my grandmother had breast cancer, so I'm going to have it. The devil is a liar. We curse that foul spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, we speak healing and wholeness, O oh Lord God, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. We come against prostate cancer. We come against colon cancer. We come against breast cancer. We come against skin cancer. We come against cancer of the esophagus. We come against cancer of the brain. We come against them tonight, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over that cancer. We decree and declare, Lord, that it is drying up from the root now in the name of Jesus. You didn't call for a sick and a feeble church, oh God. You called for a strong church, a healthy church. And just, Lord, as you deliver the children out of Israel, you deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt, oh, Lord God, and the word says that there was none sick or feeble among them. I decree that same, same deliverance in your body today. Hallelujah. We are delivered from every manner of disease and sickness. We curse that spirit of hypertension, that your blood pressure is off the track. Eat correctly. Start watching your weight, watching your intake. What are you putting into your body? Watch it. Treat this temple as the temple of the Holy Ghost, as that as that special, that special, that special, special, special vessel unto God. Begin to love yourself enough to treat yourself properly and stop taking in what does not belong there in the name of Jesus. Ah, we give you praise on tonight, oh God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, for we receive that word. We receive that word, oh God. Hallelujah. Ah, we just thank you, Father. We decree and declare that the blood sugar levels are balancing themselves out. They're leveling themselves out, Lord God. The pancreas is operating as it should, oh God. The kidneys are operating as they should, Father. The liver is functioning as it should, oh Lord God. And your children are whole. They are whole. They are whole. They are whole. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you for what you've done in keeping them to this night. But, Lord, this night, this night is their night of deliverance. This night is their night of healing. We give you praise for it. Signs, wonders, and miracles follow them that believe, and we believe on tonight that it is done. It is done. 
You said heaven and earth would pass away before one word of your word would fail. So we stand on your word tonight. We stand on your word. You said come let us reason together. So we are reasoning with you tonight. Your word says by the stripes on Jesus' back, we are healed. It is not future tense. It is now present tense. We are healed. We're healed in our psyche. We're healed in our thinking. That thinking, that thinking, thinking that says that I've got to endure this. I've got to go through this. We are healed. Things that we have to go through, but the optimum thing is through. We decree the other side tonight that we've gone through. Now we've made it to the other side. And on that other side is our healing. On that other side is our deliverance. On the other side is our breakthrough. Thank you, Father. We have made it through. We give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you, Father. Ah, thank you for strength for the weary. For this journey can be tedious at times, oh God. But thank you for strength for the weary. We receive that strength right now, God. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it. Thank you, Father. Thank you for clarity in our decisions, clarity of mind for where you are leading us, where you would have us to go, what you would have us to do, where you would have us to study, where you would have us to live. Father, we are yielding ourselves to your directive in every aspect of our lives. For we're here to bring glory unto you. And you've already preordained the places that you would have us to traffic in to do that. So we are yielding ourselves to you so that you may have your way in and through us. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Make us, Lord. Break us. Bless us to be, God, who you created us to be. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your spirit on tonight, God. We decree and declare these things to be so in the precious, matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. We thank you, Yahweh. Thank you for attending your ear and attending your ministering spirits, your ministering angels to the words that we have come in agreement with on tonight. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. To you be the glory and that it is working all out to our good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen and amen. We give him praise. We give him praise. We give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Well, I pray that you have joined in that prayer with me, O God. I pray, hallelujah, that you have come in agreement with that prayer and that you are standing, you are standing at the threshold of your new life your new life, your new hallelujah stand in God. Be strengthened, my sister, my brother, on tonight. Be strengthened in your resolve to stand steadfast in the things of God to his glory. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And we thank you. We thank you. We're going to praise just just a little bit because I do have a word that I want to deliver to you, but I want you to get this in your spirit that God has the final say-so in your life, not the doctor, not the mortgage holder, not the judge. It is God that has the final say-so. Be blessed. Take a listen. Hallelujah.
Give it up. 
hallelujah, God has the final say. I pray that you have gotten that in your spirit. Recognize that no matter what man has said, no matter what has transpired in your life, it is God that has the final say. Hallelujah. That is vital. That is vital. That is vital. We only have about 10 minutes left. But I have a subject that I want to talk on, and, and that's basically the making of. I believe that you are in a transitional place in your life right now because of the making of who God has called you to be, and that's a transition that does not happen overnight. And what we're going to look at, we are going to look at David in relation to this because David David has such a pivotal part or plays such a pivotal role in our lineage as far as being established in God. Um, And David has so much to offer as far as wisdom. He has so much to offer as as far as experience. He has so much to offer as far as example of a life led in God. He is Definitely an example that even though you not be a perfect man, you still can be a man after God's own heart. We know the story of David. David did some some bad things. David also did some incredible things. And when it all was said and done, God named him among his patriarchs, started the lineage with him as far as kings are concerned. Saul was the first king over Israel, but Saul did not start the lineage. His family was wiped away. It is through David's lineage that the throne was established in Israel. Why? Because David was a man after God's own heart. But we have to understand that there was a process to David getting to that place. Remember when David was anointed, and we're going to go back here to to 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, And Saul was already on the throne. He was already king, but he had already made God angry to the point of where God already knew he was not going to allow Saul to sit on the throne for a long time. He already knew that he was not going to carry out Saul's lineage on the throne. And that's God's prerogative because, you you know, you stop and you think about it, as bad as Saul may have been, he had an upright son. He had a son named Jonathan who was a good man. He was string to David, you know, and a good man. The word says nothing evil or bad about Jonathan. He was a man of character and of a good reputation. But it was still God's choice to place another on that throne other than than the lineage of Saul. That was God's prerogative. What God has called you to, what God has created you for, that has been his prerogative to put you into that position. It's not about what man thinks. It's not about what might be right. It's not about what is fair. It's all about what is God. What has God, what has God called you to? And you need to stop downplaying yourself and the role that God has placed you in and start giving him the glory for what he is going to do and is yet doing in and through you. I'm not talking about lifting yourself up in pride because you don't have nothing to be proud of except an awesome God. It's not about you because you would not be who you are or be in the position you're in had not God given the okay for it. So keep that in mind. This is not to puff you up. But as he is exalting you, he's exalting you because he can trust you in high places as long as you continue to walk in obedience to him. But there's a process that has to happen in you and through you before you can be in a place of leadership, before you can reign. Because if he puts you in that place before your time, you're going to fall. You're not going to be able to withstand the attacks of the enemy. You're not going to be able to withstand the attacks of man. So you have to be processed. You have to get so much 
up out of you so that you can put so much into you. What you're getting up out of you is the world's way of thinking, is your own way of thinking. It is what is right in your heart without consulting God. What has to be poured into you is God's way of thinking, what is right in God's eyes, and doing that in obedience that God calls you to. So you take no credit for the good because it's all God. Your credit lies in your obedience unto him. Your credit lies in glorying because of him. That's what it's all about. Okay, again, First Samuel 16. And you know the story. He had, God had called Samuel to go and to anoint a son of Jesse. And when he got there, he saw all of these strapping young men and, you know, muscular and, oh, yeah, and every one looked better than the other one to him as he was looking at him, and this must truly be the one. This has got to be the one. And, oh, Lord, I know this is the one. And God was saying, nope, not the one. Nope, not the one. Nope, not the one. And I just heard this in my spirit. He's saying that to you guys right now, too. There's some people in your life, and you think they're the ones. They're the ones that are going to propel you forward. They're the ones that you want to spend your life with. They're the ones that that you want whatever you can envision. And God is saying, nope, that's not the one. Nope, that's not the one. Nope, that's not the one. I don't care how good he looks. I don't care how fine he is. I don't care what a brick house she is. When God gives you his best, trust me, it is his best. So if he's saying, nope, not the one, nope, not the thing, nope, not the place, then you need to listen and hearken to his voice. Anyway, back to to the story. Samuel said to Jesse, let me do this out of the Amplified because, yeah, it'll, it'll read a little better. Okay, and he said to Jesse, are all your sons here? Jesse said, there are yet, there is yet the youngest. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, send for him, for we will not sit down to eat until he is here. And Jesse sent and brought him. David had a healthy reddish complexion and beautiful eyes and was fine looking. And the Lord said to Samuel, arise, anoint him. This is he. And Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. And Samuel arose and went to Ramah. I just read you 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, starting at the 11th verse through the 13th verse. So you see, when you're in the midst of all that looks like it could be it, it may not be it. But even when God gets you to this one and says, okay, that's it, that's the one, that's the place, that's the thing, there still may be a process that needs to go forth. This is 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter. You don't get to see David anointed king until 2 Samuel, the 5th chapter. There's a whole lot that goes on in between the time of his anointing and the time of his sitting on the throne. And even then, when he was anointed king, he wasn't anointed, uh, when he got into his place and of kingship, he wasn't king over all of Israel. He was king over a couple of tribes. The rest of them came on board seven years later. There was still a process that was going on. So God is still in the process of getting you to the place he needs you to be. You need to slay your lion. You need to slay your bear. You need to slay Goliath, your giant. You need to go into the wilderness and run for your life. You need to know what character is so that you don't kill what God has set up. You see, Daniel, David, I'm sorry, David went through a whole lot of things, but he was being built into a godly character in the midst of self short. He still fell short. He still killed Uriah. He still had the affair with Bathsheba. Even though he was gone, he had went through the wilderness, he had went through the processing, he still fell short. 
But yet and still, even in his falling short, he still had that heart after God. He still went and prostrated himself before God. He fasted before God in the midst of his sin for forgiveness and repentance. He still knew that God was God. Why? Because he had been processed. Because he had come to know the true and the living God. Because he had spent time with him. Because he recognized that without God, he could do nothing. And he subjected himself to the judgment of God. So he went through judgment with God a few times. He went through judgment with God for, for killing Uriah and sleeping with Bathsheba. They lost their, first, their firstborn child. He went through judgment with God for numbering the people. He went through some things. But he had enough sense to say, you know what, God, I'm going to throw myself on your mercy. Whatever you decide is just for me. Whatever your punishment is for me, that's what I will adhere to. Don't give me the man. Don't send the angel. But I will accept whatever you're saying is your will in this situation. Learn from that. Learn through. Learn from the process that David had to go through. Learn from the processes that you are going through. Fifteen years, they say. Fifteen years. David was 30 years old when he was first sat on the throne. And then, like I said, there was still another seven years before he ruled over all of Israel, Israel and Judah combined, the tribes combined. So go through your process. Don't shortcut it. Don't try to skate around it. Don't try to outslick it. Go through your process. It's the making of. Because I guarantee you that if you allow God to process you in his wine press, he's going to take you, he's going to bless you, and then he's going to break you. He's going to squash you. He's going to get all the oil out of you. He's going to do it. That's what a wine press does. You put that olive in that press and it squeezes it. You're going to be squeezed. You're going to go through. But allow him to process you because, oh, when you come out on the other side of that process, you will be as fine gold. You'll be refined. You'll be trustworthy in the hand of God. And you'll be able to be used in a mighty mighty, mighty way. Hallelujah. I see we have gone way over our time on tonight, but we give God the praise, the glory, and honor for it anyhow. (laughs) Bless the Lord. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that something was said tonight that was an encouragement to your heart and to your spirit. I pray that it has encouraged you to continue on in the press, continue on in God. Let him continue to make you into what he has called you to be. God bless you, and we will see you again next Monday, Lord willing. God bless. And every tribe and tongue join the song of the angels and the 24 elders.
Friends, it's a sound. 